In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. And this just in, 88% of the Bitcoin supply has not moved in at least three months. Good luck fighting for the 12% that's left. Going to need to offer a much higher USD conversion over the next few years to get any more than that. Preach. Also, quoting Max Kaiser, breaking news, El Salvador will have the highest Bitcoin per capita net worth of any other nation on planet Earth. That's what's up. Also, Bitcoin ETF approval is nearing, but brace for more setbacks, according to the Bitco CEO. Also, CoinShares believes that the Bitcoin price can soar to $265,000 per coin upon ETF approval. That's what's up. Also in today's show, US SEC delays their decisions on multiple Bitcoin and Ethereum ETF applications. We'll also be discussing failed bearish signal can send the Bitcoin price parabolic to $85,000 next month in December. That's what's up. Also, I'll be sharing with you the latest regarding a Bitcoin model that predicted a 60,000 peak, but now is pointing to $732,000 per Bitcoin. Next, I'll be breaking down this timeline. We're also going to be discussing Michael Saylor prediction, quoting him here, Bitcoin is on a path to be worth $100 million per coin, which means that the US dollar will have lost 99.9% of its value over 100 years. Warren Buffett knows this. Charlie Munger knows this. Preach. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Net. Welcome, everyone. This is podcast episode number 1466. I'm your host, JV, and today is November 19th, 2023. Let's kick it off with our market watch. We just started pumping. Wow, big time. Bitcoin trading at 37,200, looking to retest. 38,000, I think this time will be the charm. You know what they say, third time's the charm. We have Ether also up 1%, trading just under 2,000, probably on the cusp of breaking it. We got Solana, BNB, XRP, and Cardano. Also, all pumping and in the green. And I like to zoom out for a broader perspective of where we're at. And Bitcoin's making some major moves up roughly 30% in the past 30 days. Ether up 27%, BNB up 17%, XRP up 21%. Thank you, Crypto Cappy. I appreciate the $5 super chat. You guys are just amazing. Much love, much respect. We also have Solana, one of the top gainers, up 147% on the month. Good Lord, which altcoins, if any, are you guys most bullish on for this bull run? Do let me know. The market cap is currently sitting at 1.4 trillion with 34 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with a Bitcoin dominance at 51.3% with the Ether dominance at 17% even. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, Arweave up 18%, trading above $9. And we have Immutable up 17%, trading at $1.34, followed by Near Protocol up 15%, trading at $2.05. And also, shout out to CoinMarketCap. They just started featuring crypto news alerts in their community section, so make sure to be following me on CoinMarketCap. And checking out the crypto bubbles, we can see on the weekly, we got a mixed bag, some in the green, some in the red, but some massive gainers, including Celestia at 57%, Avalanche up 24%, Cause up 64%, Tau up 62%, and some of the big losers being 
Hex and eHex down 26 and 27%. And zooming out and looking for the monthly, virtually all the major cryptos are in the green. This is a good sign. You even got scam token FTT up 222%. Good Lord, some of these cryptos up over 400%. Can you say alt season? Send it. Let's get it. And check in out. What else do we have? We usually check out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. So let me pull that one up as well to see the sentiment in the market right now. This is live. Let's see where we're at. Let's see if we went up. Nope, uh, we went down a bit. We're currently rated a 66 in greed after our consolidation. We also were a 69 yesterday. Last week was a 73. And last month, a 53, which is neutral. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto? Do let me know. Let's kick it off with our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. I love this headline. Bitcoin nears the pre-having target zone towards 50000 dollars per Bitcoin. Let's go. That's right. That is according to popular social media trader Titan of Crypto, who on November 19th today reiterated a pre-having Bitcoin price target of up to 50000 Bitcoin faces stiff resistance sliding back to the 40000 mark. Several attempts to crack it have failed in the past week. I think we had two attempts at 38 both came just shy. I think we hit 37,999 for Christ's sake. Now, as reported, the area immediately below also holds significance for the aggregate market profitability with 39,000 likely a break-even point for those who bought enduring the 2021 bull market. Let me know in that chat, what year did you buy your first Bitcoin? Holla. Titan of crypto also flagged 39,000 as an important boundary this time. However, as the bottom of where Bitcoin should end up prior to the April 2024 block sub subsidy having event, which is only five months out. Can you believe that? Crazy. We've been waiting. It feels like forever, but it's right now around the corner. Quitting him here. The pre-having rally I told you about one year ago is about to reach its target zone between 39 and 50,000. Patience is the key. That's right. Hoddle. The up date referenced an original post back from December of last year when Bitcoin was still preparing to recover from the trip to the two-year lows of 15,600. And how many analysts told you Bitcoin's going to crash to 10,000? Some people were calling for 6,000. But on crypto news alerts, we've been bullish the entire time. I told you that was the bottom and we're most likely going to continue to go up. Now, Titan of Crypto uses the Fibonacci retracement levels to predict a pre-having peak of up to 50,000 per Bitcoin, which is a 220% increase from the current price action. Quoting him here, each cycle, Bitcoin had a rally before its halving occurs. Those rallies top within the 61.8 and 78.6% Fibonacci retracement area. And he also outlines that here on the chart. You can see the first halving, the second halving, the third halving, and the fourth halving is amongst us. Again, just five months out. Now, consensus grows in the Bitcoin action heading higher. Other price predictions give similar targets before the halving. We have Philby Philby, co-founder of Trading Suite, Decent Trader, also a great TA expert I've had here on the show. If you like, actually, his partner, Philip Swift, came on the show. If you like those live TNAs, let me know. Maybe we can make it happen again. Continuing to give an area of around 46000 is likely, despite not discounting the probability of a Bitcoin price dip between now and then. What might happen after the halving, however, is a more bullish question for many, right? With forecasts including 130,000 or more by the end of 2025, I'd say 130,000 is hella 
uh, conservative. I'm more looking at above 300,000 personally, but let me know your thoughts, fam. Now to the immediate downside, meanwhile, 30,900 has entered as a floor for Bitcoin's next potential correction, a move lower to test liquidity, some argue would be healthy, as well as classic part of Bitcoin's market uptrends. Now we got Bitcoin just breaking above 37,000 as we're live here in the show, which is a great sign. And quoting on-chain analyst Will Clemente, he points out here, 88% of the Bitcoin supply hasn't moved in at least three months. Where my long-term hodler is at, make some noise. He says, good luck fighting for the 12% that's left. Going to need to offer a much higher USD conversion rate over the next few years to get any more than that. And I agree. And here you can see the Bitcoin huddle waves chart, which is definitely a good indicator of bullishness yet to come. And as Max Kaiser shares here, breaking news, El Salvador will have the highest Bitcoin per capita worth of any nation on planet Earth. He also mentions that Volcano Energy will be tapping into dozens of volcanoes, that's right, using geothermal tech to lower the cost of energy for all Salvadorans while simultaneously increasing everyone's Bitcoin per capita net worth thanks to Volcano Energy mining Bitcoin. So massive shout out to Nigel Bokele, the people of El Salvador, and Max and Stacy for making big moves. We love Max and Stacy here on the channel. Now, uh, yeah, what are your thoughts, fam, regarding this TA that I just shared with you? Are you currently bullish on the King Crypto? How high do you feel we're likely to climb up now that we're still in November? Do you have any end-of-year targets? Let me know. And now let's break down our next uh, story of the day. Let's discuss some Bitcoin ETFs, which is on everyone's mind right now. We've been covering a lot of this in the shows. Here's the latest. Mike Belsch, the CEO of crypto exchange Bitco, suggests that all indicators are leaning towards a favorable outcome for a spot Bitcoin ETF. However, he emphasized that the journey ahead won't be without challenges. Well, that's a given, right? Especially with Gary Gensler as the chairman of the SEC. <laughs> In an interview with Bloomberg, uh, November 16th, he explained that based on discussions between the firms seeking Bitcoin ETF approval in the US SEC, he holds an optimistic view that approval is imminent. I agree. I feel it's only a matter of time. What are your thoughts, broskies? Let me know. However, he pointed out that improving the market structure is a must before the SEC grants ultimate approval for the Bitcoin ETF. Quitting him here, I think it is quite likely we have another round of ETF rejections before we get the positive news. He also reiterates that the SEC's stance on separating crypto exchanges from custodians, emphasizing that this condition must be addressed before the approval. Furthermore, referencing Sam Bankman-Fried, former CEO of the now-defunct crypto exchange FTX, who can be facing 100 years or life in prison, claiming that he was trying to make FTX a multifaceted operation, as he shares here. 15 months ago, we had Sam Bankman-Fried marching all over Washington, D.C., advocating his seven key points of regulations. He basically said, let me take on all these functions. It's going to be great. It is going to be efficient. And thank God that didn't come out in fruition or it would have been the death of crypto. In my humble opinion, he's clearly an enemy of Bitcoin. Now, this follows reports indicating that the excitement surrounding the potential approval of the spot ETF led to a significant surge in fees on the Bitcoin 
Bitcoin blockchain in recent times. That's right. Check this out, fam. On November 16th, the fees paid on the Bitcoin blockchain soared to $11.6 million, marking a 746% increase in the average transaction fee compared to 2022. That's outrageous. How many of you sent Bitcoin as of recent and did not use Lightning Network? Let me know. Clearly, the solution to the high network fees would just be to use Lightning because it's almost instant. It's And also, it's virtually free, maybe cost you some pennies to send. Now, according to uh, Cointelegraph's market analysis, Bitcoin is holding steady near the 18-month highs, surpassing its bear market trading range. There are currently 12 asset management firms. It's kind of like Jesus with the 12 disciples here, <laughs> waiting to hear outcomes for the Bitcoin ETF apps. And according to Bloomberg analyst James Safehart, there is still a 90% chance of approvals by January 10th of 2024. So that's the next major deadline. Let me know if you feel we'll get that ETF approval by then. Let me know in that live chat. And also as a little bonus right here, CoinShares believes that Bitcoin can soar to $265,000 per coin upon the ETF approval. Quoting them here, if we take the aforementioned $14.4 billion of inflows, the model suggests it can push the Bitcoin price up to $141,000 per coin. Send it and let's Freaking go. Now let's break down our next story of the day. And speaking of ETFs, let's discuss the SEC and their delays regarding these ETFs and the latest of what's happening with these applications. The US SEC is delaying its decisions on several Bitcoin and Ethereum ETF apps until next year. Again, that major deadline being January 10th. In the new filings, the regulatory agency says it'll be delaying its decisions on apps filed by the asset management firm Hash. Dex to create a mixed spot and futures Ethereum ETF and convert a Bitcoin futures ETF into a spot market one. Now, we don't need more futures. We know they use the futures for manipulation. Derivatives is basically selling you paper Bitcoin, whereas with the spot, the asset manager must be holding on to the underlying asset. So there is no comparison. And only with a spot market do we have true price discovery. That's the game changer. The SEC says it'll also be pushing back its decision on crypto firm Grayscale's bid for an Ethereum futures ETF. In a new statement, the SEC says it needs more time to consider the proposed changes and it extending the original deadline of November 17th to January 1st of 2024. Interesting. So mark these dates in your calendar. Quoting them here, the commission is extending the 45-day time period. Almost sounds so mafiosa, doesn't it? The commission finds it appropriate to designate a longer period within which to take action on the proposed rule change so that it has sufficient time to consider the proposed rule change and issues raised therein. Now, according the commission, pursuant to section 19b2 of the act, designates January 1st, 2024, New Year's Day, as the date by which the commission shall either approve or disapprove or institute proceedings to determine whether to disapprove the proposed rule change. And according to all the documents, all three applicants or applications were originally filed on October 3rd, of this year. And earlier in the week, as we know, BlackRock, the world's largest investment firm controlling roughly, I hear, up to $10 trillion in assets under management, also filed an application with the SEC to create a spot market Ethereum ETF, which ultimately means not only is the largest asset manager in the world coming for your Bitcoin, they're also coming for your Ethereum. That, my friend, is a fact. Now, what do you think 
uh, these ETFs will likely get green lit by the SEC? Do you think by the next deadline or do you think they'll find another loophole to push it back even longer? I'd love to know your thoughts. And do you feel all of these major institutions will get the green light for their ETF apps at the same time? Um, or do you think they'll give BlackRock a first mover's advantage? I'd love to know your thoughts. I'll read them out loud. But anyways, we do got lots more to cover. So let's dive into our next story of the day and start dissecting some of these bullish predictions. How many of you would love to see a $85,000 Bitcoin price all-time high next month in December? Don't that sound sexy? Well, let's break it down because according to this analyst, that can become our reality. Bitcoin recently gave a bearish signal, which ultimately failed to produce a meaningful pullback. And due to the tech failure, historical data suggests that in only a matter of months, Bitcoin can set a new all-time high, reaching a target of $85,000 per coin. Let's discuss why. In technical analysis, aka astrology for my broskies, <laughs> certain patterns are considered characteristically bearish or bullish. For example, the ascending triangle is a typically bullish leaning pattern, but only breaks upwards 63% of the time. The other 37%, the pattern breaks down and a bearish. Now, uh, because of the nature of how orders and stop losses are stacked on either side of the pattern trend lines, a failed bullish pattern can be extremely bearish and vice versa. Dissecting further, since the pattern was visibly bullish, it could have attracted more long side positioning that is forced to unwind lower. Now, recently, the Bitcoin price gave a bearish TD9 set uh, sell setup on the weekly TD sequential. However, no major correction followed, which makes it interesting. When this occurs, it often results in a sizable move to the opposite direction of the signal. That's right. So more simply put, the failed TD9 sell setup could mean a massive move up. Now, how high the price can go and how fast might shock you. So let's discuss this. And you can see this bullishness here in the chart. You can see Bitcoin soaring potentially to 85000 per coin. Now, the TD sequential is a market timing indicator developed by Thomas DeMarc. A TD9 setup or TD13 countdown is a specific sequence of candles that signal trend exhaustion. Back in 2020, when the same signal failed, Bitcoin blasted off to a new all-time high of above $20,000 and then some. It rallied 143% in the four weeks following the signal and over 300% more in total when it was all said and done. How many of you were around for that 2020 bull run after the halving? Let me know. Now, if the same magnitude move followed this recent failed TD9 sell setup, the Bitcoin price would reach $85,000 per coin by the end of December, making a very Merry Christmas for each and every one of you. Another 300% beyond the current all-time high in Bitcoin would take Bitcoin to over $200,000 per coin. Send it and let's get it. In terms of the lower prices, the indicator also provides a TDST support and resistance levels. These levels rise and fall with each completed TD setup. This latest setup caused TDST floor price support to raise from 10 Gs to 25 Gs, reducing the chance that Bitcoin ever trades below that price ever again. I would agree. Do you guys think Bitcoin will ever drop below 25,000? I think that's highly improbable, but love to know your thoughts. Quoting him here, in December of 2020, after a failed TD9 sell setup, Bitcoin did another 143% in four weekly candles, pushing above the former all-time high resistance. The same magnitude move would bring Bitcoin to another new all-time high at $85,000 before the end of the year. As the analyst breaks down right here on X alongside this chart, and this 
this is coming from Tony the Bull. So shout out to Tony the Bull. What are your thoughts surrounding this bullish chart? Isn't it all sexy? And let me know if you can see that clearly as I bring it up. And thanks for the subscription, uh, Gilio. I appreciate you subscribing to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. Much love and much respect. Now let's break down our next story of the day. We broke down the 85,000 bullish target for next month. Well, let's get more bullish. You ready? $732,000 target. Let's break this baby down shall we? Bitcoin price can be unpredictable, but shockingly, a specific model managed to predict the peak in 2021 at above 60 Gs as far back as 2019. That's two years in advance. The same model right now is pointing to a peak range near $732,000 per Bitcoin. Is this a realistic estimate or pure hope? Let's take a closer look. Back in 2019, the go-to model for predicting the future Bitcoin price was, as we all know, the stock to flow. But around that time, we had a analyst taking a stab at modifying the stock to flow with highly accurate results. Now, while Plan B's take failed to bring the price per Bitcoin above the projected 100,000 price target or more, this other model nailed a peak range near 60,000. Bitcoin reached 65,000 in April of 2021 and then close to 69,000 and I believe that was on November 10th of 2021. If anything, Bitcoin overshot his modest estimate while the price undershot Plan B's by miles. Now, the model is based on the post-having supply, reduction, price targets, and more importantly than what happened after the 2020 halving, however, is that the model predicts after the halving. Now, stock to flow, according to Plan B, is projecting post-2024 halving a price target between $100,000 and a $1 million per coin. And on this chart, you can see Bitcoin going absolutely parabolic to insane levels, which are mind-blowing. So let's discuss it. While getting it right just one time per Cipro's model, it's notable. It could be a matter of luck, or is it coincidence? I personally don't believe in coincidences in this crazy world, but that's just me. If the model works again, the higher the likelihood he's onto something significant, especially when the next projected target is $732,000 per Bitcoin. The target is much higher than most estimates out there, which points to between $100,000 and $200,000 per coin. Could you imagine we blow past the hundred dollars to 300000 range we're thinking and go right to $732,000? That would be insane. And it's a potential possibility especially with those ETFs, fam. Just saying, this is roughly an 18%, I'm sorry, 1,800% increase from the current levels from the Black Thursday low of 3,800 to the 2021 peak of 69,000, representing nearly a 1,600% return. So much numbers aren't outside the realm of possibility for Bitcoin. You got to consider uh, 15 years ago was the birth of Bitcoin. And it was worth virtually nothing. People were buying pizzas for 10,000 Bitcoin for Christ's sake. That was the first Bitcoin transaction on record. Now, during the year of 2017 alone, which was the year I got introduced to Bitcoin, shout out to Andreas Antonopoulos for orange pilling me, Bitcoin surged by over 2,000%. That's right, because when I got started, it was only 1,500 earlier on in 2017. And by the end of the year, it hit the all-time high of almost 20,000. And this occurred after the price appreciated by over 400% already because there was a halving in 2016. Now today, Bitcoin is up 140% off the 2022 lows, not too shabby. And I believe we're up over 120% year to date and up over 40% since Jim Cramer a few weeks ago said, Bitcoin, Mr. Bitcoin's going down, inverse Cramer all day. Now could Bitcoin by market cap add another $1,800 on top of that to reach the model's predicted peak? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. I mean, that would be pretty lit, 
wouldn't it? $700,000 Bitcoin. I could smell it. They say every halving cycle, we know it's a four-year cyclical cycle, Bitcoin tends to add a zero at the end of the number. Now, lo and behold, we're talking about a $700 plus thousand dollar Bitcoin price, but just adding a zero from today's price action would take us to roughly $370,000 per coin. Not too shabby. What are your thoughts? Michael Saylor projecting the Bitcoin price hitting $100 million per coin. That's right, which is probably the most epic price prediction I have ever heard before. So let me break this story down for you. He was interviewed by Patrick Bet David, and he asked him, like, how do you, where do you see Bitcoin going? And here's what Michael Saylor, the Giga Chad, had to share, quoting him word for word from this clip, which I shared on X, I think just yesterday, and it's already going viral. Let me refresh. You can see how many views this baby got. And that's why it's the title of today's show, because people are digging it. 93,000 views, not too shabby. We got almost 800 hearts and over 200 retweets. And here's what Michael Saylor says uh, during this interview. I'm going to read it verbatim, word for word. Bitcoin is on a path to be worth $100 million per coin, which means that the US dollar will have lost 99.9% of all of its value over 100 years. Warren Buffett, knows this and Charlie Munger knows this. And I want to stop right there because we all know Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett are enemies of Bitcoin. They had been fighting it for a very long time, but they're not stupid. That's a fact. Uh, appreciate that super chat. Much love, much respect. We'll be doing some Q&A after this featured story. But um, I agree with Michael Saylor. I think Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger are too smart to not know the true value proposition of Bitcoin. They're just fudding it because they're the oligarchs. They're the old fiat money kings of this fiat, you know I mean, system. And they don't want Bitcoin to take over, but they already know it's going to happen. So they're doing everything in their power to try to foot it and stop you from investing into Bitcoin. I truly do feel this way. Now, some other thoughts uh, from Michael Saylor regarding some predictions. And could you imagine Bitcoin hitting $100 million per coin? And I think he's going to be right but it's just a matter of time. By what year is the million dollar question? He also uh, recently shared when interviewed on Natalie Burnell's uh, Coin Stories pod when asked, should we trust BlackRock with Bitcoin? Here's what Michael Saylor had to share. Bitcoin fixes everything. If we think about what that means, we need to be prepared for Bitcoin to infuse everything. The right way to think about it, Bitcoin's going to be a base layer, and there's going to be layer twos, like Lightning Network, to move things fast. And there's going to be layer threes, which is custodial, like the Cash App, like Coinbase, like Fidelity, JP Morgan, Bank of America, Apple, like Google. There's going to be custodial layer threes, and they are going to exist to provide functionality or utility. And there are technical reasons to trust a third party. The best way to think about Bitcoin is Bitcoin offers sovereignty and integrity and empowerment, not just to the individual, but also to the family, the Wu-Tang Clan. I'm joking. He says the clan, the village, the city, the country, the state, the province, the country, the co uh, company, the institution, the agency, the group, the community, organization, every one of those entities, they all have their own agency. And we don't want them to not have access to this. Bitcoin makes your country better, preach. Makes your company better, makes your family better, makes your community better, makes your school better, makes you better. It's going to make everything better, but there's different types of wrappers we need to put it in. 
pay attention. So we shouldn't be afraid of those things. Someone said, well, aren't you afraid that these big organizations, aka the BlackRocks, are going to be buying Bitcoin to centralize it? And I said, it's like asking me if I'm afraid someone in Japan is going to speak English and if that's going to undermine the English language. If Samsung is the biggest company in Korea and they start speaking English and they build support for English into their products, does that corrupt the English language? No, it actually makes English better. They are going to use it differently. What's the likelihood that Samsung can change the definition of love or change the meaning of 100 different words by adopting it? Not likely. So I think it's a protocol. The protocol is going to infuse everything, and we shouldn't be afraid of all the different ways that people choose to integrate, wrap, embed, or execute with Bitcoin. There is no one right answer, and the marketplace will determine the right mix of integrations of Bitcoin. Preach. Very wise words coming from Sailor. And next, I want to share with you, he says demand for Bitcoin can grow up to 10x within the next 12 months. That's right. Here's what Sailor has to say. I think that this next 12 months is going to be big because demand on a monthly basis should double or triple or maybe go up by a factor of 10. 10x. Send it. Let's go. Anywhere from 2 to 10. And the supply available for sale will be cut in half in April, five months out. So instead of a billion dollars of Bitcoin available for miners each month, it'll be a half a billion. It's pretty unprecedented that you'd go from a supply and demand balance of maybe 15 million of organic demand and 12 billion of organic supply. What happens when one doubles and the other one gets cut in half? The price is going to adjust up. Preach. You're going to have a ferocious competition and will amongst the Wall Streeters to get the most asset share that you're going to have crypto exchanges competing and you're going to have other tech companies getting involved. That'll be one check. So if you think about it like that, you just say, well, now we're going to double and we're going to double again and double again and we're going to double again. That coin is going to continue to progress to a million dollars per Bitcoin, two million per coin, five million per coin, 10 million per coin. And that's coming directly from Michael Say. But wait, there's more. <laughs> we got some more insights for you. He also says it's going to grind up to replace gold. It'll go to $500,000 a coin, regardless of whether they fix these things. Here are the three things that are massive catalysts that cause an acceleration. These three things don't take us to $500,000 per coin. They take us to $5 million per coin. Here are those three things. Number one, the spot ETF, where someone can go ahead and buy $100 million of Bitcoin via an ETF security. I think that's one. Number two, your bank bank is going to custody it for you and lend against it. And number three, I can mark it up or down on my balance sheet based on fair value. Preach. He also shares some thoughts here. Analysis on that $10 million price prediction with Sailor giving the nod to this analyst. Here's what Sailor tweeted here. Bitcoin is competing against gold, collectibles, art, equities, real estate, bonds, and money as a store of value in the 21st century. This analyst, Croesus, analyzes the opportunity and makes a compelling case for a $10 million Bitcoin price action. That's what's up. Now, Saylor also says that these major asset managers are going to send the Bitcoin price north of $1 million per coin. This is the last prediction I'm going to share with you from Saylor. Then we'll dive into our Q&A. It looks like a spot ETF will probably get approved. There is massive political pressure to approve one. Facts. The pressure's on, Mr. Gensler. The circumstances have changed, and now there is a way for the SEC to approve it without backtracking on its previous legal and policy guidance. Certainly, there is a lot of Wall Street entities that have a vested interest in seeing this happen. If you're an institution, one way to get Bitcoin exposure is to buy the underlying asset. But there have been challenges with finding the right exchange to buy it on and custody arrangement. So a simpler way to do so is simply buy the spot ETF. There are trillions of dollars of capital that is required to 
invest in a security that trades in these compliant forums. And that is understating the obvious. There's tens of trillions of dollars. So there's a lot of capital that can't buy the Bitcoin or self-custody, the BTC. They don't want to do charter. Maybe it's against the tax code. Maybe when they raise $10 billion from public investors, they raised it to invest in securities, but not interested in property or commodities. So the spot ETF availability is a major milestone for these institutional adoption. The approval of the spot ETF is also a major milestone in regulatory clarity, which is tantamount to an endorsement, the engagement of Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, uh, Black I meant BlackRock, and Schwab. I mean, Schwab is synonymous with Wall Street, 100 years of Wall Street. So then you have Wall Street coming together to offer securities and exchange services and indirectly custody services for mainstream investors. And if we look out about 12 months, Months. And if what I was saying, what are the key milestones that drive mainstream adoption of Bitcoin? One of them is clearly the spot ETF. The second is the designation. The Bitcoin is an asset class, which we all know it is. The recognition of it of a as a legitimate commodity. It's a big deal when you got Jay Powell saying it's not going away. When Gensler, the head of the seat, I mean, the SEC and CFTC both say it's a digital commodity. Digital commodity might not sound like much, but when you go down the next round, like, is it a Ponzi scheme or is it a scam? Is it tulip bulbs? The difference between tulip bulbs and a digital commodity is a zero versus a one. So check this out. As I have said before, I'll repeat it again. If Bitcoin is not going to zero, it's going to a million dollars per coin. It is either nothing, and if it's nothing, then it's getting scrubbed out and banned. And of course, we know it's not getting banned. There is no way Fidelity, Citadel, BlackRock, Charles Schwab, Deutsche Bank, Credit Agricole, Banco Santander, all decide they're interested in this. They're not endorsing a tulip bulb, right? Once you go from zero to one, then the question becomes, well, it's an asset class. And if it is not going away, what's it worth? Well, it's worth 1% of the assets in the world. So that drives it up by a factor of 10 to 20. So there you have it. He also shares why you need to own at least 0.1 Bitcoin, but I'll save this prediction for another day. So what are your thoughts on Michael Saylor's $100 million Bitcoin price prediction and all the rest that I shared with you? Let me know in that live chat. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!